Davidson. I'd like you to join me and the ministers of music from here, Water of Life Church in Plano, Texas, as we minister the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus, which is the power of God. Hello. Joel just said us just a couple minutes ago what the definition of the gospel was out of 1 Corinthians 15. It is that Jesus died according to the scriptures, that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. If you will turn with me to Romans 1, we'll see why we preach the gospel. Romans 1, 16, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. This is Paul. We just heard what the definition of the gospel was. For I am not ashamed. I am not timid. I'm not afraid to trust in it. The gospel of Christ. For. Why? For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. It is the power of God unto salvation. You want healed. You want delivered. You want forgiven. You want prosperity. You want peace. Where are you going to find it? You're going to find it with the power of God. And where is the power of God? It is in the gospel. The gospel is where the power of God is. Now, for the last several weeks, I have been preaching about the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. I started with Jesus in the garden, that it was a man that went to the cross. We talked about Jesus on the cross, that he took all our sin in his soul and on his body. That's why he was marred more than any man. I talked about Jesus after he died. Remember, you can't kill God, but Jesus died. Jesus died. His body went to the grave, but his soul and his spirit went to hell. Jesus went to hell. I talked about last week, why was Jesus raised from the dead? Now, I have a question for you this week. Who raised Jesus from the dead? Who raised Jesus from the dead? Turn with me to Ephesians 1. Verse 16, who raised Jesus from the dead? Verse 16, I cease not to give thanks unto you. This is Paul speaking, making mention of you in my prayers. To who's he talking to? The Ephesians and us. He said that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. You know you have an inheritance? It says, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe according to the working of his mighty power which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead. When he raised him from the dead. Who's he talking about? Back up to verse 17. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory. That's who raised Jesus from the dead. And notice verse 19. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us word who believe according to the working of his mighty power. Whose power? God's power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead. Do you notice how this verse goes right back to what we just read in Romans 1.16? What is the exceeding greatness of his power? Exceeding greatness of his power. Not just a little bit of power. The exceeding greatness of his power, which, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead. 
Where was the power? It was in the resurrection. What did Romans 1.16 say? That the gospel, that's where the power is. The power came in the resurrection. Who raised Jesus from the dead? The Father raised Jesus from the dead. Let's go to Acts 2 again. We're going to listen some more to Peter. Peter, Jesus' right-hand man, the first apostle. Verse 22, you men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man approved of God among you by miracles and wonders and signs which God did by him in the midst of you, as you yourselves also know. Him being delivered by the determinate counsel and foreknowledge of God, you have taken and by wicked hands have crucified and slain. Notice verse 24, whom God has raised up. You say to yourself, why is this so important? Because you believed a lie. You know, I've heard people say that Jesus was all shriveled up in a corner in hell. You know, the Word of God does not say that. You know what the first thing I learned about when I came to this ministry was it was okay to say, where is that in the Word? Where is that in the Bible? Where is that in the Bible? You know, that's a wonderful thing to have that kind of an anchor. To have that kind of an anchor, you can look at the Word of God and nothing else, and the Word of God is truth. Jesus said the Word of God was truth. Jesus said the Word can never be broken. You read the Word of God, and the Word of God will give you your answers. You believe anything else, and the power of God won't work. It won't work. The gospel's where the power is. If you believe something else, it won't work. Jesus wasn't shriveled up in the corner. We're going to see that. And he didn't come dancing out of hell either. That's not written in the Word. We are only going to look at what the Word of God says, not what somebody else says. You know, Dole spoke for years over and over again. He still says it. He said, I'm speaking to you. Open your Bibles and look at it. Go look. Go look at the Word of God and see if what I'm saying is true. I said a couple weeks ago, the people in Berea, Paul described them as noble. Why? Because they went and looked it up. They went and looked at the Word of God. So that's what we're going to do. Verse 24, whom God has raised up, having loosed the pains of death, because it was not possible that he should be holding of it. And let's go to verse 31. He, seeing this before, spoke of the resurrection of Christ. He's talking about David. David is talking here about Jesus. This is the Psalms. He said, he, seeing this before, spoke of the resurrection of Christ, that his soul was not left in hell, neither his flesh did see corruption. This Jesus, this Jesus has God raised up. Has God raised up. Your heavenly Father raised up Jesus. Now, let's go to Psalm 22. Psalm 22 is Jesus on the cross. And if you read the whole psalm, you'll see that. I'm only going to read the first two verses. This is Jesus on the cross. And he says, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? We saw that in the Gospel of Matthew. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? And notice this next part. Why art thou so far from helping me and from the words of my roaring. Why are you so far from him? Said, my God, I cry in the daytime and notice these next four words, but thou hearest not. Thou hearest not. Jesus is crying out on the cross and the father doesn't hear him. 
doesn't hear him. Why is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob not listening to Jesus crying on the cross? Habakkuk tells you. Because his pure eyes, he cannot look on sin. And the father turned his back on Jesus. He turned his back on Jesus and he wouldn't hear Jesus' cry. Wouldn't hear it. The father of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob wouldn't hear the cry of his son on the cross. Why? Because your sin and my sin are on him. And the father couldn't look at him. Couldn't. Now, let's go to Psalm 88. This is Jesus in hell. Jesus went to hell. Verse 13. But unto thee have I cried, O Lord. This is Jesus in hell. And in the morning shall my prayer prevent thee. He's not listening. He's crying out, but the Father's not listening. Jesus is in hell. If you turn over to verse 5, it says, Free among the dead like the slain that lie in the grave, whom thou rememberest no more. The Father isn't listening. Jesus is paying for your sin. Paying in hell. Verse 14, Lord, why cast off my soul? Why hidest thy face from me? I am afflicted and ready to die from my youth up while I suffer thy tears. Jesus suffering the tears of hell. I am distracted. Thy fierce wrath goeth over me. Thy tears have cut me off. The wrath of God is on Jesus here. He is paying for what you and I have done. He is paying for what you and I have done. They came round about me daily like water. They compassed me about together. Lover and friend hast thou put far from me and my acquaintance into darkness. Jesus is in hell paying, suffering the flames, suffering the wrath of God for us. Now, turn to Psalm 18. This is Jesus. I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I will trust, my buckler, the horn of my salvation, my high tower. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. Here is Jesus. The sorrows of death compassed me. That word sorrows is cords, cords, ropes wrapped around him. The cords of death compassed me. The floods of ungodly men made me afraid. He's not in hell alone. The sorrows, the cords of hell compassed me about. The snares of death prevented me. He could not get out. He said in verse 6, in my distress. Now he's in hell. He said, in my distress, I called upon the Lord. And cried unto my God. And notice this next phrase. And he heard my voice. He heard him. Now he hears him. Now he hears him. The father hears the voice of Jesus in hell. Why does he hear him now? Turn with me to Isaiah 53. Why does he hear Jesus now in hell? Verse 10. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. Made him happy that Jesus went to hell. He has put him to grief. Well, now shall make his soul, his soul, an offering for sin. 
He shall see his seed. He shall prolong his days. And the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. He shall see of the travail of his soul and shall be satisfied. Satisfied. Now the Father is satisfied with Jesus paying for our sin. Go back to verse 6. In my distress, in, in Psalm 18. In my distress, I called upon the Lord and cried unto my God. He heard my voice out of his temple, and my cry came before him, even into his ears. Verse 7, then the earth shook and trembled. The foundation also of the hills moved and were shaken because he was wrought. If you go to Matthew chapter 28, Matthew 28. In fact, I'm going to go there. You don't have to go there, but I'm going to read the first two verses. In the beginning of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn during the first day of the week, came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary to see the sepulcher. And behold, there was a great earthquake, a great earthquake. For the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone of the door and sat upon it. Now back to Psalm 18, verse 7. Then the earth shook and trembled. And the foundations also, the hills moved and were shaken because he was wroth. Who was wroth? The father. He just heard his son's voice. He heard his son's voice in hell. There went up smoke out of his nostrils, fire his mouth devoured. Coals were kindled by it. He bowed the heavens also, came down. Darkness was under his feet. He rode upon a cherub, did fly, yea, did fly upon the wings of the wind. He made darkness his secret place. His pavilion round about him were dark waters and thick clouds of the skies. At the brightness that was before him as thick clouds passed, hailstones and coals of fire. The Lord also thundered in the heavens. The highest gave his voice, hailstones, coals of fire. Yea, he sent out his arrows and scattered them. He shot out lightnings, discomforted them. And notice verse 15. Then the channels of waters were seen. The foundations of the world were discovered at thy rebuke, O Lord, at the blast of the breath of thy nostrils. This is the Father coming to get Jesus out of hell. Coming to get his son out of hell. The sacrifice has been accepted. He has satisfied, Jesus has satisfied the Father concerning you. Concerning you. Jesus now has satisfied the Father concerning you. And what does the Father do? It says, the channels of waters were seen, the foundations of the world were discovered at thy rebuke, O Lord, at the blast of the breath of thy nostrils. He, the Father, sent from above. He took me. He drew me out of many waters. He delivered me from my strong enemy and from them which hated me, for they were too strong for me. They prevented me in the day of my calamity, but the Lord was my stay. He brought me forth also into a large place. He delivered me because he delighted in me. The Lord rewarded me according to my righteousness. According to the cleanliness of my hands has he recompensed me. The Father was satisfied with the sacrifice of Jesus and he went and got him. He went and got him and he brought him out of hell and he raised him from the dead. And the earthquake happened. They rolled the stone away. And Jesus is alive. You know what happened when the father accepted that sacrifice? All your sins on his body were forgiven. 
All of them forgiven. You were justified. You were sanctified. You were set apart to the Father. All your sins forgiven, put away from you, healed, made rich. All those things that were on that body, now the Father has received. And you know what happened when the Father received that sacrifice? He received you. He received you. He received you. Now, how do you receive the Spirit of Jesus? You know, Jesus said you must be born again. You must be. And you need the Spirit that was raised from the dead inside of you. You need Him inside of you so that you can say, Greater is He that is in me than he that's in the world. That's the Spirit you need. And how do you get it? Romans 10. Those that call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. You need out of that hell? Call on the name of Jesus and he will come and get you out. Just like the Father came and got him out for you. For you. You need something from God? Call on the name of the Lord and he will come and get you. Let's finish with the Water of Life boys. And as they are singing, call on the name of the Lord. Call until you get the answer you need.
sleep awakened I looked into the night The darkness overtaken By a bright and shining light Oh, I couldn't understand it I couldn't reason how Then my eyes beheld him And I wasn't dreaming now And I saw the Lord He was high and lifted up And rightfully adored And I saw the Lord He joining Kathy Davidson and the Ministers of Music from Water of Life Church. She'd love to hear from you. You may reach her by email at kd at kdwol.com. Or you may write her at Kathy Davidson, Care of Water of Life Church, Post Office Box 861-327, Plano, Texas 75086. You may find her on the internet at www.kdwol.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, God bless.